0: Have you ever wanted to raise your hand and ask a question during the Sunday morning sermon? Are you looking for a place to find real hope? Join us on the Real Life Living in the Here and Now podcast as we tackle life's most unwelcomed questions and learn to live free and real. Each week, we'll take on a subject that cuts through the hype and deals with the hurt and brokenness everyone has but doesn't know where to begin. And now let's join our host as we get real with ourselves, with God, and with you.
1: So last week we looked at Church Planning 101, the beginnings of it. We talked about the gaps And now it's time that we fill these gaps, and we tie this into Acts chapter 2, verse 47, praising God, having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Jamie, ain't you glad he's still working, and he's still adding to the church daily. I love that scripture,
0: Ant. I love the fact that it puts it in order. First of all, the people were focusing on the Lord and praising him and lifting up his name. Mm -hmm. And then he says he is adding to his church daily. It reminds me of when Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. That the the principle of putting him at the forefront of everything that we're doing. So sometimes we can almost make a God out of our project, our church plant, our ministry, our work uh, that we're doing in the kingdom. And we create a God out of it. But this scripture you just listed places Christ at the very center and forefront of everything. And and when we do that, he does the rest. And
1: unless God builds the temple, those that labor, labor in vain. So very true. So last week we talked about the gaps, identifying the gaps. So we get into this area where the Lord has moved upon us to see a church plant planted, to see the growth inside of it. So we identified the gaps. We talked last week, we really dove into looking at the matrix, looking back at the census report, the data that comes out to show you the ones that claim that they're not even a Christian, don't affiliate themselves in any way, shape or form. They may have some type of belief in God, but they don't really affiliate with a specific Church or specific belief, but they're just kind of these, they're these floaters that yep. we see that are out here that are just ripe and ready and hungry for something. And it's time we've seen this gap. Now let's see what God can do to draw the gap closed and for them to be plugged into the kingdom. So,
0: Ant, last week, and I encourage if you're listening, in, go and listen to the podcast last week. Absolutely, because you're going—it's going to freak you out when oh, you no. see how many people in York, even in the Bible Belt, how many people are not attached or connected to a church. Right? Unbelievable. Seventy percent of our county uh, that we live in is not connected. Smack in the middle of the Bible Belt. So, mm-hmm. go back, learn how to identify your gap. Don't move to the section of trying to reach people without identifying the unreached. That's right. Or else we spin our wheels. That's so right. So go back. Don't go to this one first. Go back to the first one. Identify the gap first. Now, I'm gonna and just let's have some dialogue around this because this is the hard part. And I think we make it hard because we put pressure on ourselves Absolutely. to perform. Yeah. And so let's go ahead and set that groundwork first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we use and cultivate network. Uh, our, our, we, we we use the acronym or the, the the simile of planting in a field. Planting a church is like planting a seed in a ground, right? Yeah. And so Paul alluded to that when he and Apollos, he said, I, I plant Apollos waters and god gives That's right. the increase it's yep. that principle of, right. of god first and so um there were only participants in this and we, we really have no no power without him to do the work and so but in in, in the context of paul's statement i, I plant apollos waters mm-hmm. and god gives the increase so planting and watering isn't hard it, no. it's it's the it's essentially the easy part now it it's uh, uh, And so I think we sometimes put undue pressure on ourselves to perform to whatever level. We compare ourselves by ourselves That's and right. by other churches and other people's uh, quote-unquote success and the Facebook image and the social media image of what success looks like. And then yep. we put this undue pressure as a church planter on ourselves because we don't see everybody's backstage. No. We don't see everybody's hard days. we When people take pictures and post on social media of their church or their church plant. They make sure they get as many heads in that picture as they can because they want that to be the forefront. They don't show you the Sundays where nobody shows up. They don't show you the Sundays where where you're in tears when you're leaving because you feel like you're not making an impact. They don't show you all that. They're only going to show you their highlight reel. That's right. So don't measure your backstage by somebody's highlight reel.
1: Yeah. And I love that. I love what you said there. And, you know, I think it all ties back in to a lot on our part because we do put pressure on ourselves. And my goodness, if you've ever been involved in a church plant, there is so much. And, you know, and this, it's, it's a good thing, but it's also, it also is a thing that can cause you some grief is the expectation. And wanting to see it just blow up, knowing what God's got hanging right there. You right. see it hanging there, and you're like, man, if they could just grab a hold of this, oh my goodness, it's going to shake the earth, if they could just grab it. So then I think back about James chapter 5, mm. and I love verse 7 in this, as, as James was speaking, and how beautiful this truly is. Be patient therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman, or the farmer, we'll put it that way, waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth... And hath long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Patience. But notice the husbandman, he went out, man, he, he, he planted this, man. And, oh, man, we're ready. Man, I'm ready. I'm ready for garden food right now. I'm ready for the tomatoes. I'm ready for the cucumbers. I'm ready for the peppers. I'm ready for the taters. I'm ready for the corn. But, you know, it's Patience. Yeah. and for for any uh, this is I would say this and and you you I, I'd be interested in how you feel about this and we've not talked about this so I'm just throwing this at him for me it's been patience to be patient and wait upon the Lord there's been so many Sundays that we've rolled in and I'm like, man this is it this is it and then there'd only be eight people there <laughs> and then you'd roll in there'd be 50 people there and you're like, oh man here we go here we go then the next Sunday there'd be eight people there he's <laughs> <You're> like oh <laughs> come on. Patience, yep. waiting, yep. Watching, watching God sow, watching, watching, watching Him sprinkle that fertilizer on this ground. And I, to me, now, it's exciting. Before, yep. it's amazing how the progression through this has been. <laughs> so there was the expectation, the yep. excitement. Then there was heartbreak. Then there was joy, yep. Yep. heartbreak, joy. And then you come to this realization. Then you see it, and you're like, something's changing. Mm. Something's changing, mm. Lord. And I'm getting to be part of it, and you're watching it, and you're like, oh, my goodness, look what you're doing. Wow. Yep. Now you see a rooted people that are rooted in it, and they're, they're, their roots are stretching forth down. Maybe they have not punctured through the ground yet. Maybe those beautiful leaves haven't came up yet, mm-hmm. but the roots are going down. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you like
0: <laughs> man, man? That, that scripture just digs it out. It does. It yeah. digs it out. It does. This, and, and so, guys, what we're doing right now is we're, we're we're actually setting the stage before we go straight into tactics and mm-hmm. things that how to penetrate the ground. We got to set the stage on the expectation. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, oh. there's been days where we've been. I mean, I have. Or, you know, in in the second church plan I was involved in, and the first, and the third, and the <laughs> fourth, and the fifth. It, it, there's seasons where you you know it's coming, yeah. But you still it, it, it's a it's a cycle. It's almost like you you go into a state of depression because yeah. because you're expecting yourself to perform and in, in, in comparison and all these things that come on, yeah. And and you you're so discouraged because you're you're trying to measure fruit, yeah. And so I, I challenge you to not measure fruit, but measure seed mm-hmm. measure the ground measure the rows that you're plowing measure the amount of dirt that you just moved and keep in mind the amount of dirt that you just moved yeah there's no glory in the dirt no but 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 it's it's um uh, there's a few weeks ago in in the service that uh, we were in. I was in the service, sitting playing the oh, cajon. I, I remember that. <laughs> I was sitting there, and we were worshiping, and this is the spirit of the Lord was just ministering to us, yeah. right? To me, I mean, to me. I knew it was others as well. But I closed my eyes, and I'm not one of these. You know, I don't see visions like John or Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, is I saw almost like this YouTube video, like a little. Was it GIF 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 whatever G-I-F, it is? Yeah, and, it's a, and so I saw this little GIF in my mind. It was almost like I could picture and see a a, a ground right dirt, yeah. and I could see the plow starting to penetrate and push itself and plow into the dirt and into the ground. And I, I opened my eyes. I mean, and all of a sudden I started crying. And, and, and I was true. Just, I, I watched the. do <laughs> I felt that God was using that gift in my mind or whatever yeah. were, to, to minister to me to say, see, yep. there's the plow going in the ground. Oh, you're man. plowing. And so you're moving dirt. Yeah. And so, but take joy take jo- don't let the devil rob you of the joy of sowing mm-hmm. and the joy of clearing the ground right, right. and so so uh, we just wanted to lay that groundwork, yeah. guys. Don't, don't just jump into this. And uh, if you're involved in
1: any ministry, That's, church planting, Sunday ministry. school teacher, yes. Yeah, yes, you name it. So very true. Sunday school teacher. Oh, my goodness. Whenever you talk about church planting, you can tie this into any aspect of ministry. Yes. If it's a food ministry, if it's a door greeter ministry, right. if it's any kind of ministry, you go into it with so much expectation and there's going to be bumps. There's going to be speed bumps. They're going to come along. There's going to be heartaches. There's going to be pains. There's going to be the naysayers. Lots of naysayers are going to come around and say, you know, know, such and such was a better door greeter than you, or such and such was a better Sunday school teacher than you. You know what? I would rather hear this guy preach than I would you preach because I just don't know. There's going to be a lot of times. You are not doing this for anybody but the Lord. Yes. And the more and the faster that you grab a hold of that and you rejoice in the ability that you have to do this, man, it could be that you prepare food to bring to a service yep. to serve people. Yep. Do it with all your heart, as unto the Lord, because that's the one who's given you the ability. That's the one who's laid the ministry in your heart. That's the one that is holding things together and that's molding and shaping you. And how beautiful it is to sit back and to see this happen yep. in people's lives and to be witness of it and to be a partaker of it. That's awesome.
0: Yes. So, yeah. when you guys, when you look at the ground and you find the ground, yeah. you're going to get pumped. Oh, man. OK, yeah. and then you're going to start plowing and moving into the ground and you come into that phase. And you mentioned the naysayers. And I want to go ahead and prep you for this, too. This is boot camp, guys. You ready for it? <laughs> yeah. So Here it is. There is going to be a person, maybe mm-hmm. three, maybe 10, and yeah. they're going to they're going to they're going to use this mindset like I'm, I want to help you. Oh, you know, yeah. I love you, and I'm going oh, to help you. Yeah. And they probably mean well.
1: <laughs> very they well probably <laughs> mean well.
0: And the first thing they'll say to you when you first start penetrating the ground, they're going to come to you and say,
1: How's your little church doing? That's exactly what I was thinking. And how many times have we heard that? Oh, I just love your little church. I just love your little church. You know, this goes back to the mindset shift. The church is the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. There's nothing little about the body of Christ. Yes. And that's the first
0: thing they'll say. I just love your little church. And the next thing they'll say is this.
1: So, how many you running? (laughs) Is it not... Okay, let's be honest. This is the mindset of the American church. Yep. If you don't have butts in seats, yep. then you're, you're just this little old church. You're not going to make it. You're just this little old. Oh, your little old church is so precious. It's yeah. so pretty. Oh, looks like you have a good model here. You know, I, I just don't know about it. <laughs> yep. yep. And those things
0: will beat you down. If, if you're not, you guys, you got to have the Holy Spirit you do driving you and setting your forehead as hard as Adam and Flint and yes. then what you can't do you can't hold those people accountable like like you know they're you know some of them may intend be be intentionally trying to degrade and downgrade and because <laughs> there are those people out there oh yeah uh, but but others probably mean well um, yeah but but here's the deal it, it doesn't matter you're gonna be misunderstood oh yeah so prepare for that right now before you start getting into the ground. Before we move from the, the vision and knowing the ground to plowing the ground, you got to prep for that.
1: Because I promise you, it's, you're going to be misunderstood. It's so true. And to have witnessed this with my own eyes, it's almost like people are sitting back waiting for it to fail. Oh, and it's a truth. Yep. They sit back, and they, they'll come every uh, maybe once a month. And it's the same thing, oh, I just love this little church. I just love this little church. And my favorite is <laughs> is meeting somebody. Well, I saw you move the stuff off the front of the porch. It didn't work out, did it? It just didn't work out. And my favorite response is, what are you talking about? We moved the stuff off the porch? Well, I saw you had a pretty little scene set up, and then you tore it down. That was a fall scene. <laughs> of course we had to take it down when wintertime came, and, and it was snowing. It wasn't time for bells of hay no more. <laughs> you know. But it's... So our expectation as believers and children of God is seeing the kingdom grow. Their expectation with this worldly mindset is ready for you to fail. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's so sad. It's so sad that it has to be that way. But folks, there's going to be people like this. Yep. But once again, you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for the kingdom of yes. God. If you, what, Let's ask this. So you've identified the gap. Yep. You've got this expectation. Yep. You're waiting with patience upon the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then in all this, one soul comes to the saving knowledge of God. Yes, sir. Was it worth the one soul? Amen. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. That's what it's all about. What if you ministered your entire life? Jeremiah. Yeah. And you got to think, in Jeremiah's ministry, not one soul saved. Mm. And all those years of ministry and all those times that this weeping prophet went out and wept and lamented and as he cried and he prayed and he tried to tried to bring the children of God back to him, but yet not one soul saved. Mm. So in our ministries, we want to see people changed instantly. Boom, 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 boom. Wait upon the Lord. Yes. But if it, if, if it touches one life, right. if one life is changed right. for the glory of God, it's worth it all. Amen. And who knows how you'll see this life changed. Yep. Maybe it was that you sowed a seed. the seed was sown, and then another comes along and waters right. it. You don't know what... We, we don't know what part we play yep. in a life. We could be the guy who... We could be the one that is out there that we identify the gap. We could be the one that throws the seed... We could see the one that did the little bit of water, but it's always God. Yes, that gives the increase. Amen. But where do we fit in?
0: Amen. We don't know. Well, see, there the, you have to give proper interpretation to that because I think the American church's interpretation is build it and they will come. That's true. Because the scripture says to Field wait upon to, to wait upon the Lord. <laughs> yeah. To wait upon the Lord. So I'm going to yeah. sit here, play music, sing songs, and preach sermons, and they're going to come. Because mm-hmm. if we put a sign out there and then, you know, kind of do the thing and, and you know, maybe we do a little social media, then they'll they'll come to us. Yeah. And I've even heard it said so many times, and it breaks my heart. People will stand and in a in the in a church and say, let's pray that God sends us sinners. Hmm. And <clears throat> yeah. And and I, I believe that's an that's a smack in the face to the true gospel. I believe that the the, the apostle Paul probably would have flipped a table at that comment. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, do you Paul's like, dude. You know, don't you know, you know waiting for sinners to come. You go pursue. That's right. You know, leave the ninety and nine and go no. to the one. So the hedges as, the highways. As we start thinking about that, man, it it's it's the hedges, the highways. It is. It's moving outside of the fold yeah. to reach. The Unreached and so if we're going to reach now guys uh, we're not going to finish we're, we don't even got to the topic <laughs> what happened so, <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, and, and you know this this is unscripted completely 100 so percent just a conversation with two crazy guys but so so if you're going to reach who no one's reaching mm-hmm. you're going to have to go where no one's going yep. and do what no one's doing.
1: Yep. nobody wants to play in dirt normally. Mm-hmm nobody wants to go get dirty who does Not Kids, many children Kids love okay. it except you be converted <laughs> like little children man that's a, uh, that's awesome that's cool man I, I got excited just like that unless you be converted like little children that yep. absolute faith and absolute trust man when i was a kid i, I couldn't wait to get in the dirt i okay. couldn't wait for it what happened when i got older Something changed. You want to get your clothes dirty. Yeah, I wanna get dirty. I couldn't imagine going home to my wife. Look at all I've been in the dirt all day playing. <laughs> you out of your mind.
0: <laughs> but you, you're getting ready to get dirty. Yeah. And so uh we're we're about about we're getting close to the to the end of our podcast, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we we're gonna tap the lid and crack the door to this conversation and we'll pick it up next week. Yeah. So here's I'm going to crack the door to the conversation. Imagine you're driving through, and let's pick a place, Indiana, nice flat place, mm-hmm. a lot of corn, oh yeah, a lot of soybean, beautiful land. So you've got you've got field, field, field. You're driving right. You see them. You pass by. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous. gorgeous yeah, plowed. Sowed, you know, mm-hmm. well manicured fields, beautiful, and then you go field, 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 and then yes. all of a sudden, there's this little patch of land, yep. that nobody's touched. That's right, for centuries, decades, yeah, and it's grown up. Mm-hmm. It's got thorns and nettles, and it's like a jungle in there. Oh, and and here's what happened. Let's let's keep painting this picture. Yeah, you got Farmer John on his John Deere, mm-hmm. and he drives by and he plows his field that he plowed the previous twenty five years, yeah. fifty years that his grandpa plowed and his grandpa plowed and his grandpa plowed, yeah. and he has no rocks in that field, no weeds in that field. Why? Because they it's been plowed out. for That's fifty right. years. Yeah. Okay then he 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 goes to the edge of that field over to the field where all the stuff's grown up and he takes seed and throws it over in there yeah. and when the seed don't take he just says, "See, I told you that ground wasn't good ground." Yeah, and see, the, the there's a parable about good ground and 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 bad ground. Very, and so, yes. so there's this the principle in the American church, and I use that illustration to show that the church as it is, it's not that it's bad. You know, there's many, many, many good things going on, mm-hmm. but we've been doing those good things so many hundreds of thousands of times that we've left. But we we do what's easy. It's easy yeah. to plow a field that's been plowed fifty years. Yeah. But And then it's easy to throw seed at something and then blame it. Oh, yeah. Blame it because it's not prospering and not growing. Yep. And then they say, I told you those people, they're unreachable. Yep. They're too far gone. Yeah. But that's where we come in. That's right. That's where the soldiers come in. That's, that's right. where the missionaries come in. That's where those of us are willing to roll up our sleeves, put our boots on, get off our John Deere, get yeah. off our... Uh, Blessed Assurance, and move (laughs) into the field of nettles and start weeding it.
1: That's right. How beautiful. And that's where we got to be, guys. I mean, there's churches everywhere, guys. Church buildings, let's say that. There's church buildings everywhere. Every corner seems like if you drive down a road, you're going to see them. But at the same place that you see these, you see people that are hurt, people that are broken. People that need to be weeded, people that need to be that need to be the the stone removed, yep. and let the Lord come in and give them that heart of flesh that He may. I like this. The Bible says that the Lord He is the breaker, and you know what? Who better to break up the dry ground? Who better to break <laughs> up the stony ground? Who better to break up the thorns, the, the the thistles? Who's better to do that than the Creator of the universe? Mm. Let the breaker come in. And you know what? Mm, you're an ambassador for the breaker. Amen. Ha! Amen. I like that. Amen. I had to preach. <laughs> and so
0: what you're not doing to that field is you're not doing what the farmer did. Just yeah. throw seed at it. No. We don't start sowing gospel seed into something that's not prepared. No. What we do is we go and we start weeding the the, the right, seed. Huh? We start weeding the, the place first. Now, yeah. this, this is illustrated in the gospel. Yep. It's kind of hidden because we just... <clears throat> Sorry, we, we glaze over it. We do. So I'm talking about me. Yeah. But what did Jesus do in just about every town, every little area he went into? He would sit by a well with yeah. a woman. He would find the—and and, and, and he would have a conversation yep. with these people. Mm-hmm. So when they moved into these places, they began to start weeding. Yeah. He, asked, he started asking questions. That's right. And listening, and responding, and then and then having that interaction. He sat down with her. Yeah. He sat down with sinners. Mm-hmm. He, he went he, up to the demon possessed. He went to them. Yeah. And 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 <clears throat> he didn't he didn't give them an invitation. Mm-mm, no. How did he begin to weed the field? He went to the. Location yep. on spot,
1: yep, at the oh, address where the
0: pain was, yeah. And he sat down with the pain, yeah. He sat down with the rejected and the hopeless mm-hmm. and the sick and the maimed and yep. the addicted yep. and the and the sinners of that day. That's he right. sat down with them, yep. That's how you that's how he didn't sit down and say, Here's your track, I want you to come to church. He, what he <laughs> did is he he became he embodied, yep the gospel, mm-hmm. and that is what our mission and co-mission is, is to go into the jungle of the unreached, sat down beside them, and just be an ear and a voice. Yep.
1: Oh, man. I, I really don't even want to end because uh, this is this is hot. This is exciting. But so everybody keep this in mind, and be sure you tune in next week because we're going to dive right back in on this again. We're going to actually try to hit the exact topic. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try to hit the exact thing. But this is more of the groundwork to really lay in as we go and we try to fill the gap. But until then, Lord bless you and keep you. May his his face shine upon you, give you peace, and God be gracious to y'all. And remember to always keep it real.
0: Thank you for joining the Real Life Podcast. You can subscribe to our program anywhere podcasts are available. Stay up to date by subscribing to our show. Join us again next week as we tackle real life
1: together.